Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking right here on July 4th week. Hey, I hope you had a great 4th of July, and uh, let's celebrate freedom together. There's so much that we can talk about that's going wrong with America because of our leadership, our president, our vice president, but we're going to leave all that off today. Let's celebrate some good things that are going on, and the Supreme Court has given us some things to celebrate, and we'll talk about that on today's show right here on Doc Holliday's rock splitting politics you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net and uh, you invite you to go check out web talk radio's other shows but we're glad that we've been a long time uh show right here on webtalkradio.net and we're glad of the relationship we have with them and also we uh celebrate uh what's good in politics in america what is good in America and our freedom and our ability to have freedom of speech and talk. And so uh, on today's show, you will hear us as we uh, actually use a clip from Larry Kudlow of Fox Business. And he has a guest, uh, Rick Perry is one of his guests, and they talk about how important that Supreme Court decision was that helped cut the wings of the uh, uh, an agency that was getting out of hand, the EPA, and making decisions without Congress, without input of elected officials. So we're going to hear about that. And also, uh, Larry, he did a good job on celebrating the the Declaration of Independence and what it means. So we're going to play that clip on the second half of the show. But welcome to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Like I said, I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. And let me first of all say the last two weeks we had some candidates on in a GOP primary in uh, District 2, the state of Mississippi. I will say that Brian Flowers won that race. So he will be the candidate going against the long time uh if you won't change you don't need to be voting for this guy uh benny thompson he's he's been uh there in district two of mississippi almost 30 years now and uh a lot of people think things have not gotten better even though the economy across america seems to have uh, realigned and gotten better and but district two mississippi uh, there's a lot of sadness, a lot of poverty, and it's been that way. And so is it time for a change? We'll ask Brian Flowers, and we had a representative on our show last week, uh, Gannon Burton. We're glad to have him on. And and uh, But you can go check out uh, uh, his website there, Brian Flowers, and just look that up, Google that, and then uh, – See what you think about him and see if he has a chance to defeat the longtime socialist Democrat 
Benny Thompson in District 2 of the state of Mississippi. And so people go, why do you call him a socialist? Look at his policies. Look what he's voted for. And look how he, uh, he doesn't want to put pumps to help save farmland in Mississippi. Why? Why would you not want that? But I think the green uh, socialists have... Um, They've uh, they've invaded his mind and his voting ability because uh, he votes for the green wave every time, it seems like. So I will say uh, that we will try to follow this race as well as others that come up and we're going to have more candidates on as we get closer to the November elections. Now, the Supreme Court, as we all know, we mentioned it last week, Roe versus Wade, it, it uh, completely gutted that, gave the states the power uh, to uh, decide if they want to have abortions or not in their individual states and there was a lot of meaning when he turned it over because that law was not set up on strong constitutional frame and it's been there for 50 years just dangling and it's uh, it's been something that's uh, hurt america because it's not on strong constitutional principles so it is gone now here in the united states roe versus wade it does not legalize abortions it does not make abortions illegal across america it just gives the power to the states to decide what the people of their state wants to do same thing what we're seeing in this this uh, decision against uh, what uh, obama has started and 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 uh, trump tried to start uh, tried to stop and put in his own policies within the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. And uh, so a state sued, saying, you know, how does an agency get all this power and unelected bureaucrats make decisions? And the Supreme Court sided with West Virginia, I believe it was, said, you know, you're right. These, these decisions, major decisions on power, on what you can use, it should not be determined by unelected bureaucrats. That should be up to Congress. If Congress wants to give that power to the EPA, then it must be written into the law. That's the simple way of looking at this. But uh, let me play this clip right here from Larry Kudlow from his show as he uh, speaks with former uh, Energy Secretary and former Governor of Texas, Rick Perry. Uh, all right, we're going to explore this, go as deep as we need to be. Joining us now, our great friend Rick Perry, former Energy Secretary, Governor of Texas, and Andrew Wheeler, former EPA Administrator. So, uh, Andy Wheeler, I, I know we have the great, uh, powerful, you know, all-encompassing Rick Perry, but I got to start with you, Andrew. You were in the thick of this fight when the Trump administration overturned or tried to overturn the Obama business. Just give us, what, what do you make of this? How powerful is this going to be? Well, thank you, Larry. It's great to be on your show again. And you're absolutely right. This is very, a very powerful decision today. And I have to say, I feel vindicated. I feel vindicated on behalf of myself and, and my entire staff at the, at the Trump EPA. Um, when I was confirmed, I told the United States Senate that I would follow the laws. And then for the next three years, I got beat up for not going as far as the Obama administration did. And I kept saying the Obama administration went beyond the law. And the Supreme Court stayed the Clean Power Plan. But apparently that wasn't, uh, that wasn't enough because people still talked about the Clean Power Plan. You know, the, the Democrats in Congress beat me up over environmental groups and the 
the um, environmental activists who are employed by the by the media, such as the New York Times, kept saying that I was rolling back the, the Obama regulation. I kept saying, no, the Supreme Court stated it's not the law of the land. And today the Supreme Court had to come out again and reaffirm it. And they've reaffirmed it very strongly. And you're right, this is, this is implications not just for the EPA, but all regulatory agencies. Congress you, has to pass the laws. Yes, sir. No, you, um, just before the show, I talked to our friend, former Interior Secretary David Bernhardt, said the same thing you did. He used to go up on the hill and all the lefties would hammer at him and he'd say, go ahead, pass the law. And they never did. And so he said, you can't act without a law, believe it or not, constitutional stuff. So, uh, Andrew, you can get up the chair and do a little rain dance around the chair, a little victory rain dance if you <laughs> care to. Uh, maybe you'll have to wait till after the show. I don't want to screw up the connection. I'll wait till after the show. But I do, before I get to Rick on this. Um, For the record, <laughs> let me jump in here. Doc Holliday says, I would like to see all of America do a rain dance. This is something we celebrate. We're talking about celebrating freedom. And, and this is a good example of why uh, we should be celebrating. We say on this show, Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics, let's have more liberty and more freedom and work to see that done. And these are, these are decisions that were helped form by Donald J. Trump's choosing who to put on the Supreme Court. And we are still celebrating. Some people say this is Trump's second term. We're seeing it through the Supreme Court. Now, I won't go that far because we got so much radical uh, junk coming out of Washington, D.C. by Biden and the people he's put in place. But it's good to see. That's what the, our Constitution does. It divides powers in three uh, sections, the Congress, the White House, and the Supreme Court. And even though Joe Biden is in and the radicals and the socialists are now in charge of the White House and the Congress, the Supreme Court still has influence, even though Trump is out of office. He put three Supreme Court justices on that court and has helped influence their decisions by who he put on there. And that's what America's about. That's what democracy is about. That's what a representative republic is. And let's celebrate that. And, and don't have the president of the United States mocking, knocking the court when he's over and overseas like President Biden did last week. I mean, what happened when protesters came to the Capitol January 6th? Well, you know, you've got to treat people the same. If, you're gonna, if you want to uh, show respect to our seats of power in the government, the president and at the White House shouldn't be just ridiculing the Supreme Court. Now, he might say something about their decision, but not to ridicule the entire court. That is just, it's, it's uh, very shameful. President Biden should not have done that, especially not overseas. But now, let's get back. I'm going to let you hear the rest of this conversation because it's really great explaining what the Supreme Court did for all Americans. Insofar as EPA now, I mean, this really damages one of their key weapons uh, for controlling greenhouse gases. Could you just enlighten us about this? How far does this go? Well, I think it goes really far. You mentioned the SEC regulation. There's also another EPA regulation that the Biden administration is working on, and that's for the automobiles to try to change the uh, automobil right. automotive fleet from gas power over to electric. And that's, it's, it's very similar to what the Supreme Court came out with today. And I don't think they'll be able to do that. 
Because what the Supreme Court said today is EPA does not have the authority to tell the electric utility industry that they have to switch from coal to natural gas. So I don't see how they have the authority to tell Detroit that they have to switch from, from, from gasoline-powered cars over to electric cars. It, you know, in, in Congress, in, in the Obama administration, let's just go back for a minute. President Obama had 60 Democrats in the United States Senate, filibuster-proof majority, and they didn't even bring climate legislation up on the Senate floor. And instead, President Obama told his EPA people, go ahead and do this by regulation. Do this without congressional action. And that's what the Supreme Court said today, is you can't do things like this without congressional action. Congress so, passes the laws and agencies implement them. So Rick Perry, uh, welcome back as always. Um, in your judgment, how big a dent does this put into their ideological climate change woke policies? How big a dent does this put into their Green New Deal stuff? It doesn't put a dent in it. I think it uh, runs over them. I mean, they're in the middle of the road uh, and this was a, a a very big locomotive with a full head of steam that uh, hit the uh, woke movement. Larry, I, I'm reminded 12 years ago, um, I wrote this book called Fed Up. I'd spent my time as the governor of the state of Texas, not only suing the federal government because they were infringing upon our rights. Uh, it got to the point as a look, let's just write a book and maybe somebody will read it and they will come to the right conclusion that the 10th Amendment means what it says, that if it is not specifically addressed in the Constitution, it is held for the states to make those decisions or the people, we the people. So this was a glorious, glorious day uh, for those of us that believe that these 50 laboratories of innovation out there are where the decisions need to be made in, in this country. This was, this was good stuff, in my opinion. So, and, and speaking to these agencies that overreach, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of people's, obviously the court's opinion as well, think about this one. How about the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, wow. who has not put into place the regulations in 40 to 50 years for a new uh, nuclear reactor to be put in place? How about the states being put in charge of that themselves to be able to decide whether this walkaway safe, economical, emission-free energy source needs to be deployed in their states. I think that's an idea that's time has come. Rick, on this point, continuing, how much power will be shifted now back to the states to make their own power decisions, their own electricity decisions? And I'm just wondering, Rick, will this help them make let's say their own permitting decisions if we're talking if we're talking drilling fracking pipelining refining and stuff like that absolutely listen if the if the woke left wants to go stop these types of activities go to the states and make that happen mm. it's not washington dc's place and the supreme court not only said it powerfully they stuck a stake in the heart of the woke movement Fascinating. Um, Andrew Wheeler, uh, can I go to the subject of permitting now generally? Because one of the great regulatory obstacles that the Biden's uh, Green New Deal has set up, which has been so damaging, is they won't give permits for anything, really. Uh, fracking, drilling, uh, pipelining, 
refining. I don't think they're going to give permits, by the way, for roads and highways either, for that matter, because of some of these crazy uh, environmental restrictions coming out of the EPA and elsewhere. But, um, Andrew, uh, will this Supreme decision, Supreme Court decision have any impact on the Interior Department or the Energy Department, which, or even something like the um, White House Council on Environmental Quality or whatever it's called, which have all banded together, conspired together to stop permitting, which I think has had a tremendous dampening influence, less production of oil and gas, higher prices, higher gasoline prices. Can the permitting issue be dealt with through this vehicle? I'm not sure if it can be dealt with specifically through this vehicle, but it certainly opens up a lot of new avenues for people to look at and to look at how these how the permitting decisions are made. And, you know, it's, it's really frustrating to see that, you know, the, the drilling here in the United States, there's a new EPA regulation that ha has a significant impact on the on the um, oil drilling in Texas, where we get 60 percent of our mm -hmm. domestic fuel. But it's important if we're not getting our fuel here, we're getting it from other countries. You know, President Biden just this week is talking about going to Saudi Arabia and the in UAE to ask them to produce more oil. We produce our oil here in the U.S. in a much cleaner fashion than any of our competitors worldwide. So if we're not accessing the oil here in our country, we are importing dirtier oil from other countries. And yeah. if you're really concerned about the environment, you sh we should be using more U.S. energy and we should be providing our allies in Europe with our natural gas and our oil instead of making them more dependent on Russia. You know, Andy, a very smart guy on this show a month or two back, his name was Rick Perry, made exactly that point. He said to me, Larry, we should open the spigots for LNG exports, sell it to India and China. That will reduce the coal usage. That will cut global, global emissions, mind you. So... Governor Perry, Captain Perry, got that story right. Rick, I want to finish with you. Uh, we're always out of time. But you know what? You're mentioning federalism and the importance of federalism, the importance of states' uh, rights and state power. Um, I don't want to go too far off message, but about a week ago last Friday, on the Roe v. Wade decision, returning power to the states and the state legislatures and the voters who elected the legislatures was really the key point of that decision as well. I give you the last word, sir. Well, it's, it's been a long fight uh, for people who read the Constitution, recognize it for its truths. And um, my hat's off to the Supreme Court for writing, in the case of Roe versus Wade, 50 years worth of wrong, 50 years worth of misreading the Constitution and giving that decision making, that power back to the people, which is where it emanated from to begin with and where it should be today. You know, the other thing, Rick, uh, as we close down, the one, uh, the one piece of advice that Biden has not taken from you, you know, he wouldn't meet with the oil and gas CEOs, right? He sent them to the energy department. He met with the windmill makers yeah. in the Roosevelt Room in the White House. He still hasn't sent a special envoy to Midland, Texas, which was your other great recommendation. You need a special yeah. I and mean, he's going to see the Saudis. He's going to see the Qataris. Uh, God knows who he's going to see when he's over there. How about middle of Texas, where the oil and gas center yeah. of the world is? I mean, just a thought. Yeah, it was and, your thought. And since he's headed and since he's headed that direction, 
Come on down to the border, Mr. President, and we'll show you what your immigration policies are doing to the great state of Texas. Yeah, that's coming up in the show also. Anyway, Rick Perry, thank you, sir. Andrew Wheeler, thank you. Both of you, terrific stuff. What a great conversation. I want to bring that to you from Larry Kudlow and his show. And uh, they just hit so many home runs in that conversation. And in a minute, Larry did a great job talking about July 4th. And we're gonna we're gonna let him uh, give his uh, give his take on the Declaration of Independence and where we are today. Before we do that, let me remind you: you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on WebTalkRadio.net. That's WebTalkRadio.net. And we're glad to have you. Uh, tell your friends and neighbors this is an election year. Midterms, uh, midterm elections are coming up in November. It's very important to get involved now if you're having primaries. Uh, make sure you get the strong candidate in there, uh, just like we had on the show last uh, two weeks. Uh, a candidate's running, uh, they're in a runoff for Mississippi District 2, but we're going to be looking for other candidates to get on. And listen, listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics. Listen and send it out to your friends, and let's help strengthen America. Like I said before, we are looking for ways to make America stronger with more liberty and more freedom. We, we talked about the ruling coming down for the Supreme Court. Also, we got a book called Bedrock Truth, written by uh, yours truly, Dr. Alveda King, and also Dr. Alex McFarlane. You get that book by going to our website at www.docholiday.org. Holiday's got two L's in it. We'd love to uh, get a book out to you if you purchase that. Or there's a couple more books on there you can look at and purchase. And we're glad that you're listening to us. Also... Uh, uh, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July week. Let's celebrate freedom together. We got a lot to do. A lot to do. But let's, I don't, you know, you never see the liberals, the socialists, they never can laugh. They never can just have a laughing good time. Look, even when they're in power, they got everything. And they, they just complain. They just complain and blame so let's enjoy a good week we've had a couple good decisions and more coming down from the u.s supreme court we are in the middle of a journey to make sure that freedom and liberty not only survive but thrive in america so let's let me uh, end the show with this uh, clip from larry kudlow what a great american what he did for our economy under Donald J. Trump was just tremendous. It's a legend, and hopefully uh, somebody will imitate that or he'll get the chance to do that again very soon. God bless you. Here, let me end the show with this uh, about five minutes here of Larry Kudlow. Happy 4th of July. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Welcome to our July 4th celebration show. Our big theme this year is restoring life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That phrase, and in fact, the entire Declaration of Independence, unquestionably the most important document in the English language. Indeed, I think it's actually the most important document in world history, except perhaps the Bible. The Declaration of Independence was essentially a bill of attainder against the despotic King George III and Britain. I will quote, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth a separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, 
A decent respect of the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Right here, I want to draw a parallel to today and emphasize the word separation. Now, Joe Biden is not exactly King George, but Uncle Joe's attempt at a radical woke transformation of American society and his big government socialism in the economy and the complete collapse of his extremist energy policies attempting to end fossil fuels, all this has generated a huge political and economic revolt in America. The backlash against Biden and his far-left progressivism it reaches into virtually every nook and cranny of the country and its population. I believe what's happening today is that voters are planning to peacefully, through the midterm elections, to withhold the consent of the governed and institute a new government. In short, the cavalry is on the way. Our great democracy launched by the founders, stemming from the Declaration of Independence, is working well. But make no mistake, there's a giant-sized revolution at work. A separation is coming, just as Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, James Madison, and the other authors of the Declaration envisioned 246 years ago. Then comes the most famous paragraph in the Annals of Democracy. And I have to jump in here one more time. Uh, yes, Larry. Yes. What a, what a tremendous words were put into this document. And this is... This is the, just the meat, the heart of the whole declaration. So, yeah, go ahead, Larry. L let America know. Go ahead. And I agree with you 100%. A rallying cry for all ages, and I quote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government. All right, please note, the founders acknowledge the creator endowed all men and women too, with these unalienable rights. Also, the founders' clear view that governments derive their just power from the consent of the governed. So let us suggest a little pecking order, starting with the creator, God, giving the power to the people, that is the consent of the governed, and they, the people, tell the government what to do. The big government socialists today believe government is all-powerful. The people barely matter except maybe a few lefty interest groups. And in the radical progressive world, there is no God, and indeed there is no religion either. And then comes the phrase, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I think it's my favorite total phrase. In all likelihood, this was coined by the English philosopher John Locke. And history suggests that he was a very good pal of Jefferson, Franklin, and Madison. The phrase actually coined by the libertarian Locke was no absolute power over the lives, liberties, and the estates of the people. Locke insisted on the rule of law and the sanctity of private property. He detested the idea that governments have absolute power. Now, Jefferson, a brilliant thinker and writer, was also a very clever marketing man. He knew how to sell a product, in this case, independence. 
So I think for media purposes, he took out estates and put in in pursuit of happiness. And it worked. The document sold like wildfire. It immediately jumped to number one on the best sell list for the 13 colonies. It has been the revolutionary rallying phrase for democracy crusaders ever since. Now, right now here in America, very few people feel confident about the outlook for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Most folks believe they are worse off than they were 18 months ago. Virtually every aspect of daily American life is in decline. Record inflation with skyrocketing gas and grocery prices, falling real wages, a looming recession, an overarching government that believes it's all-powerful with command and control regulatory statist authority. And all that seeks to control information, limit free speech, curtail religious freedom, keep parents out of schools, radicalize education around race, gender, and sexual identification, undermine law and order, defend criminals, not victims, attacks against revered institutions like the Supreme Court, declares war on businesses encompassing a radical green climate strategy that is in complete collapse at home and globally, mocks our traditional free enterprise economic system, spends, borrows, and prints money without a shred of discipline or purpose, imposing confiscatory tax on successful entrepreneurs and businesses, has ended sovereignty of the border, has completely bungled our national security policies with a catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan, and always falling a few steps behind Vladimir Putin in the Ukraine. And... It believes in global governance rather than American first. So we have a modern day bill of attainder against an absolutist government. And I think Thomas Jefferson and the founders would be very proud. They would know that America will find the best ways to restore life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. There will be a return to our freedoms, our free enterprise, our decency and our traditional values. That's what will make America work again. And this is a fight worth making and a fight worth winning. And after all, that's what July 4th is all about. That's what the Declaration of Independence is all about. Thank you, Larry Kudlow. And wow, could not have said it any better. And that's why I played that for you. Let's celebrate July 4th a week, the entire week. Let's get some laughter and some fun. Enjoy yourself. And let's get ready, ready to roll our shirt sleeves up, get out even in the heat of summer, and start working at making this country more free with more liberty. And that's by making sure socialists do not get elected. And get involved now. Get involved now. And I'll say it one more time. Don't vote for any Democrat until they kick the socialist out of the Democratic Party. That's how we keep this country from, be from becoming a socialist country. It's well on its way. It's time to get excited, get started. Yes, it can be done. Let's keep America safe for liberty, safe for the First Amendment, safe for the Second Amendment, safe for all our amendments in our Constitution. Let's keep it alive and keep it thriving and that's by making sure we put people who love liberty in positions and authorities of power all right god bless you see you next week
Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.